This is Good Riddance the Podcast. And we are back. We're back again. Jay, how you how you how you living, man? What you living like? We're back. Back again. I'm, I'm living like we're back. Living like we're back So that means you're happy That means you're in good spirits Everything's uh, uh, We're in good spirits You look healthy Man, player Let me tell you Hey man, we missed a couple weeks How many weeks? Two weeks? I think two weeks, man But you know what? It was two weeks of rejuvenation It definitely was I was able to uh, I don't know I feel like I was able to get A lot more shit done (laughs) (laughs) Well shit, of course This is only two, two, three hours a week I don't even know But you know You gotta consider though, the, the drive time I miss this though The you know, Of course I miss, the, I miss the ventilation We need that Oh man Tell me about it That shit makes all the difference man Speaking of ventilation mm-hmm. uh, Let's ventilate this one out Yeah yeah I got pissed Oh wait wait we, we didn't even introduce the episode Oh, oh. Real quick Episode 20 Is that it? Oh my god uh, Where we at? 22? That's exactly why I didn't want to introduce it Oh uh, shit! We got, <laughs> but we gotta know. We gotta know. That's anyways, true. anyways, man. Thank you to all the listeners, everybody who's reaching out, letting us know. Uh, we're on twenty one, episode twenty one. Thank you to all the listeners, the people who are uh, uh, fucking with us, the people who are tapping like, who are leaving comments in my DMs, giving me suggestions and things that we could do better because we always open to it. Um, thank you to everybody who listens. If you listen to this podcast, man, we we. We want you to know that uh, we see you. And we appreciate you. 1,000%. We're slowly growing, slowly, slowly, but building it. It's it's hard, man. It's hard to build. Why do you think it's so tough for people who you, like, fuck with or think you fuck with to, like, support you? Like, you would think that your friends, your families, your, your, your uh, counterparts, just coworkers, everybody around you will automatically fuck with it because you're the one just doing it. It's because they know you. It's not like that. Why is that? Is it, are they hating on you? or what no, is no, that? It's simply because they know you. But why is that? You want to consider something. Uh, most people that know people, mm-hmm. uh, depending on your circle, you always got to remember that. The, 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 your circle has a lot to do with your, the answer to your question. You want to consider, A, who's around you. B, how do they perceive you? Because you want to consider, uh, on average, just human nature. If you know Joe Schmo, right? Mm-hmm. You know Joe Schmo, for example, he's a, let's say, we, we put a tag on this person. We say this person's unsuccessful. This person has a lot of ideas but never did anything. You know them for that type. Mm-hmm. If they come at you and they tell you I have an idea, and like this is going to be the, the game changer, support me. The odds of you not of, of supporting are pretty slim. Now that's going to an extreme. Now let's talk about a person like ourselves. We've accomplished a lot of things within our own rights. Right. You know. So my biggest thing is most of the people around me, I believe, just you know they know that I'm raw 100. percent I don't sugarcoat shit just because I don't know how to. And because of that, mm-hmm. most of the time they can't see you being that person to the world. They can't see you making that involvement, you know, because, I mean, they can see it in somebody else they don't know. Oh, right. man, that fool said this. Oh, it's fucking hilarious. Ha, 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 whatever the fuck. But because it's you mm-hmm. and I know you, eh, you know, yeah, I follow. Yeah, I've heard your stuff. 
But that's it though But it's like A stranger Will support you Will mm-hmm. Lend you an ear Faster Than somebody You've been knowing For five years Ten Like God well, forbid Why Once like, again I, It I comes down, down to Human to nature root of it though You gotta Sorry So let's get to the root of it Human nature in itself Right If you got a buddy That you know mm-hmm. Right yeah. Spends his money like shit doesn't know how to invest in anything mm-hmm. and they come to you one day and they ask for 500 bucks for to start up their company would you give them the 500 nah but that's different no 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 I mean, but the, the, the root remember the root in that scenario no nah. okay in that scenario so now let's just say you see someone mm-hmm. you don't know this person you don't know their background you don't know their track record nothing right but you see that this person has some type of energy some type of personality that you know what hey man i'm trying to invest in this it's like when you vote for a mayor or something like that you only know them for what they're telling you right man can i get your vote man i want you know i'm trying to do this then the third i'm doing this for the community blah 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 like whatever it's, the hell it's kind of, it's kind of like so, investing in the stock market it, bingo when you buy shares in the company you don't actually know shit mm-hmm. you only going off of Financial reports from these companies, statistics, track record. You you're mm-hmm. going off a track record, but if you're going if you're loaning money to somebody you know who's gonna fuck it off, that's I so, don't know. That's remember, but keep in mind that's the root cause. Mm-hmm. Naturally, us as human beings, we're not willing to lend a investment, in, and our investment here is lending your ears. They're not willing to lend that investment. Because mm-hmm. they might perceive us in a different fashion. For those that don't know us like that, because remember, most of the people that we know, I, I keep a I keep a small circle. For those that that, that know me directly, right. my circle is very tight. And the reason why I keep it this way is because there are too many fake people in this business or in this world per se. That when you got it. They will be there. When you don't got it, they won't show up. So these are the kinds of people that I eliminate in various cases. And then the moment you start to get some traction, they're back. The moment you start to to to, to build yourself up to something, right. now they're right in your corner. Like, oh man, I, like, I knew nah, it. I knew you that. could do it, man. You I was there the whole shit. time. Why you wasn't with me when I had ten dollars? But <laughs> but it goes to that human nature. The, the root cause of this is the, the fact that human nature, the way that we're built in our mindset, mm-hmm. is to look at we're, we're, we're naturally there's a word I'm, we're naturally pessimistic right I feel like I'm a pessimist too so I, uh, on a lot of things right mm-hmm. but what I think it is is shoot it for some odd reason mm-hmm. the people that we want in our circle that we have in our circles that we love that we trust that we've been knowing for years it's almost like you got to prove yourself even more to them mm-hmm. than to a complete fucking stranger. Of course. A complete fucking stranger should be like, oh, you doing what? Like, people that I talk to just on a daily basis, just in passing, when I'm at work, when I'm in any scenario, I'm like, oh, I got a podcast. They're like, oh, you got a podcast? Oh, shit. Give me a piece of paper. Let me write down or pull out, your, pull out their phone and yeah. search your, like, uh, subscribe to your podcast for me. I'm going to check it out. Right. Let me tell a motherfucker I know. Oh, cool. All right, cool. That's cool. You know, it reminds me of a time, bro. There was a, there was a moment <clears throat> where. That's crazy, though. I was, but, but consider this one. So years back, um, for those that know, like that, there's a lot of multi-level companies out there, right? Um, there's companies like, uh, uh, what's this one? The nutrition one? Um, Herbalife. Herbalife. So there's Herbalife. Uh, there's 
Uh, Prime America, America, these fucking insurance financial group, yeah, shit shit like that. All y'all motherfuckers that was getting me in that, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what though? Look, I'm, I'm, I'm open to that kind of shit for a reason because, because I was involved with one, Mm -hmm. right? It was called World Financial Group, and um, I really don't have too much negative about it. It's just that my circle at the time wasn't good enough to give me the traction that I needed because I would see in these multi-level companies like Asians, right? You know, you would see an Asian that didn't know how to speak Chinese. I mean, of course you know how to speak that. Uh, That didn't know how to speak uh, English. And you sold them on this idea that if you bring someone in and you sell them insurance and they bring someone else in and you they sell them insurance, the insurance is real. They come from, from credible companies. It's just the way that you get paid on it. They convinced them that if you bring enough people to get into the company, you become a millionaire. They convinced their people because they're so tight with one another. They say, hey, look, man, all you got to do is do this and we can make it. But they go as a unit. But here's the issue. The minority, if I may say that word, I guess. I don't know. The fucking when I say minority, I'm talking about, you know, us basically stupid ass Latinos. Black and brown. Uh, you know, yeah, our, our, our good old fellow black peoples. We have um, even, um, um, what, there's another race I'm thinking about. There's one more race I'm thinking That's about. considered a minority group? Yeah. No, Native American? Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, let, let's, let's keep, just keep it, uh, yeah. It's just minority group. I get you. All right, so you know where I'm going at, right? Yes, yeah, I get So, the, on average, we don't trust or we don't instill values in ourselves to invest in ourselves and for, to others. I just feel like, uh, and I, I'm, not, I'm not speaking on behalf of Latino people and shit like that, but black people, mm-hmm. we're so ingrained in this ideology, in this mentality that is, Every man for themselves. Mm-hmm. Growing up, I remember hearing a stereotype. Oh man, it'll, it'll be a, it'll be a Hispanic household. Oh man, it's you know ten people live there. It's but those motherfuckers are the hardest working to stick together. It'll be it'll be ten people buy one house, then cool. The other nine will venture off. Buy another house, the other eight will venture off and just keep buying. And then before you know it, all 10 of them got their own spot, own mortgage. Like, but black people are just so like, but bro, I I'm not, not going to, that's rare though. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you something so honest here. And everybody that's listening, I, I, I want to get your feedback. You know, if you're, if you're a minority, I mean, come on, let's, let's hear it. Because for me, my experiences, mm-hmm. you have the Latinos that have, yeah, 10 people living in the household, right? And they help each other. Well, it, they they, it, they but work together. They live together. They how don't it, argue. They don't fight. They don't. Uh, that's how it looks. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a true scenario. That's how it looks. All right? You got ten people. Oh man, everybody's putting their part. Everybody's doing this, that, and the third. Blah blah blah. There's always a discussion about money as far as who's giving more, who's giving that, and why. So that that argument's always there. But to get to the point, I want to make. On average, when you have all these people put in together. Mm-hmm. They're not doing it because they want to look at the investment and, and they're, they're not looking at it. They're not doing it to, you know what, we're going to go ahead and we're going to save money and we're going to buy a next house. That really doesn't happen. They do it based on necessity. And the problem with doing something based on necessity, you don't value what you have. You accommodate yourself to what is there and you continue in that pattern for as long as you can until you can't no longer do it. So. What I'm getting to is You saw one piece of the picture Here's the other picture that I saw Mm -hmm. 
on average, most of the black people that I've met, although it's all for themselves, I've seen more unity amongst them than our own people. Because if you look at it, give me one city, one city, one rich, expensive city that belongs to Latinos. Name one. One, one city that belongs to Latinos? A rich I mean, city. I mean, I don't know. Okay, I mean, I'm gonna hold you to it. If you go, give if me you go one black anywhere, city. No, 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 there you anywhere go. Anywhere towards East LA. Okay. When I, I don't mean just wait, 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 wait. Poor location. Wait, 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 wait. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm gonna name a couple cities. Okay. You correct me. So East Los Angeles, you've already said that. Mm-hmm, poor. You get the you get the Downey. Moderate. Southgate. Poor. poor. Uh, shit, all that shit over there. You wonder why it's called all that shit over there? Because they can't afford to be here. Well, I mean, I'm just not privy to. I, I don't. I don't really go that far east of LA. Uh, all the more, there's a reason why you don't go that far east, motherfucker. I'm telling you that right now. But I don't have. <laughs> I don't really have any business. <laughs> Huntington Park, yeah, poor as fuck. So, hey, Boyle so, Heights, uh, even worse. <laughs> Hell nah. Okay. So uh, now, uh, now I'm gonna give you this. Name me one city, rich and black. Um, Ladera Heights. Boom. Just like that. How long well, did it take you to wait, think that up? But but so you can't name me one. Ladera. Okay. Oh shit! Man, I got too excited. Yeah, yeah Ladera. You Heights. can't name me one city that's 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 either mid level to 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 doing well. That what's the what's the equivalent to Ladera Heights for like Latin Hispanic? We don't have it at all. At all. The closest thing that we can put together would be the city of Downey. The city of Downey is a nice city. It's a nice location, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a good little place to be in. But the city of Downey is more or less considerable to what would be, I want to say maybe, it's, it's like saying like a Hawthorne. It's a good place. Okay. It has its bad, but it's, it's, it's a moderate location. Yeah, Hawthorne is a, uh, is a, is a, is a cool little... Yeah, or, like, or let's say Lawndale. Yeah, there you go. Let's say Lawndale. Lawndale, like it's, it's a small little city. They're all kind of interconnected. Yeah, and, and it's a nice little spot, mm-hmm. but it's not a rich neighborhood. You go to Ladera Heights, my bro. You walk into Ladera Heights, you're not going to find yourself a house no less than 1.4. If you park, yeah. You see what I'm saying? You go to Windsor Hills. Windsor Hills. Oh, woo, what's that? Oh, that's all. It's also a black neighborhood. Wow. No shit. But these are. You see, these are, yeah, these are, these are rich black folk that are there. You see, the, but here's why. Mm-hmm. So let's look at this. And this is from what I've seen. If you if I've seen basically like uh, like black barbershops, for example, black barbershops, they've made movies about black barbershops. Why? Because they're so embedded in this belief that the barbershop is a religion. It's it's what must be there. Bar- but black barbershops. You, you, yes, you say, yeah, look, I go to the barbershop, bro. I'm there for like three hours. That's my point. I got cut two hours ago. I'm still chilling, <laughs> talking shit. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> talking about sports, money, cars, clothes, holes, whatever. The, just like this. And I'm going to tell you one thing. One thing about black barbershops, because I've been in Hispanic barbershops, mm-hmm. and I've been in black barbershops. There was a, so where, where my mom stays at, Right next door, there was a spot called Posh Clips. Mm-hmm. All right, the owner of that spot, his name was Sonny, or is his name is Sonny, but you know he doesn't own it no more. He sold it off. He still works there though. Okay. Now Sonny used to be a um, a professional basketball player. 
And uh, you know So the, the thing about not, I mean not in the actual team and shit mm -hmm. But he used to fuck around With uh, the Globetrotters Okay Alright So yeah. Cool dudes or whatever So his barbershop right there Posh Clips Was off of Manchester and Fur Right mm -hmm. For those that know Inglewood that way And um, you know So Posh Clips was there I remember I used to go in there And there was, there was a dude named Dwight And um, that fool used to cut me up yeah, I used to go into that barbershop, man, and you know, it, look, I'm gonna tell you one thing. The moment, see, this is how you know you've made it into a black barbershop. You, I mean, you, you don't even have to open your eyes. It's the smell. <laughs> it, it's that, that there's some type of a, uh, I don't know if it's a gel. I don't know if it, I don't know. You, you know, you know the essence I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. There's that little sweet, like, hmm, what is that? Like, you know, I'm in a barbershop, right? You get that little vibe. Bro, it's like the black barbershop. Is it? I feel like, I feel like the black barbershop is a very, very sacred place. Like, my man's, um, he doesn't, he doesn't cut me up no more. He ended up, uh, moving to, uh, DC. Right. But, um, his name was Duff. Duffy. Man, he had a barbershop right off of uh, on the uh, on the east side. He was 55th in uh, Vermont. Okay. Pull up in there. Mind just a barbershop slash beauty shop. So it's girls in there. They doing. That's they how doing posh clips used to be. They yeah. doing okay. women's hair. They braiding. Whatever they're doing. You walk in. You know everybody in there. Yeah. You know it, the dude walk in, come in selling his uh, 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 the bootleg movies. Yeah. Hey, yo, yo, I got that new. I got that new. I got that new. Somebody <laughs> walk in selling. You know what I mean? I got these clipper tickets, right? Just you like. What the fuck did you get clipper tickets to sell, my nigga? Like, like how much you sell that shit for? Yeah. You. Fuck it. Here you go. Like Let's somebody selling something. You feel me? Like it's. It's, it's 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 really a uh, it's really a sight to see. But but it's sacred, right? It's, it is, man. So the thing about it is that it's a lovely place, man. So now you consider this for a second. Look at this on the side playing Xbox, getting yeah. that talking <laughs> shit, playing that Madden. <laughs> so to, to my point, that's what I'm talking about. Like you guys are a lot more united than what you think. Because think about but, it, if if that sacred system wasn't there. There would be no successful barbershops. There would be no successful hair salons. Look at, sellers look at, uh, of hairs, all that kind of shit. Fucking, the, 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 uh, it's a unity LeBron situation. James. LeBron James got a show on HBO right now called The Shop. You see? Where he so, just sit down and he just talk shit with somebody while they get cut up. Now, consider this now. Because right now I go to a new barbershop. Well, not a new barbershop. I've been going to, I've been going to this spot for, for years now. Um, there's two spots I go to. Uh, whenever one of my barbers isn't available, I hit the other one because I, I, I hate going to the barbershop, period, mm -hmm. to get my hair cut. <laughs> uh, I just hate sitting there and, you know, uh, yeah, whatever. But the thing about it is that, you know, one is Tony's Barber. The other one is a um, sports cut. Okay. So the thing is that when you go into these barbershops, I mean... I mean, there's no, there's no feel. There's, I mean, you know, yeah, people come, you come, they come in, they do their cuts, they do whatever. Right. It's a movement, but you never see as many people in a Hispanic barbershop than you would a black barbershop. I mean, fuck. If you walk into a, uh, what was that spot called, man? That white barbershop. What? There's a white barbershop. It's, it's like pronounced everywhere, man. Something Fantastic scissors. Fantastic Sam's. Uh, That's one of clips or. No, nah, there's another one. There's a, sc a scissors. Um. Scissors. <laughs> What's the name of it? Whatever the fuck, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll remember the name later. Mm -hmm. But even these places are more packed, you know. But going to my point, I've seen more unity in business perspective mm -hmm. that comes from the black community than you would from the Hispanic community. Okay. If anything, I see more black people supporting Hispanic communities than, it, than, than you know than their own people doing it. 
and it always goes back to the fact that most like Hispanics more u- unity though like well, it's because we're, we're we're naturally I don't want to say we're naturally haters to one another mm-hmm. but we're we're naturally pessimistic to one another mm-hmm. you see one of the biggest things that I've noticed is that some people will refuse to do business with someone that they know right just because they say well fuck if I give them my business I'm admitting that they know what they're doing right and I don't want to do that. Let me go to a professional that I know has certificates, has this, has that, and all this kind of. So then all of a sudden, you just disregarded your boy that's trying to do good. And you yeah. just said, nah, you know what? I'm not going to go to you because you're not here yet. And going back to your point, you have to be at a high level for the closest people around you to see you and to accept what you're doing and to support. But that's bullshit. Like, that's why I feel like we, as the, as, as, as black and brown people, we got to take our dollar to each other. Fuck going to, you know what I mean? Like, like if you know somebody that fucking does cars, uh, a mechanic. Fuck going to Jiffy Lube and Midas and all these motherfucking huge corporations that don't fucking need our dollar. I'm going to take it to Joe Smo down the street because he he hook up cars. He's a mechanic. He does his thing. He's, he looks like me. He lives in my same neighborhood. He's on the same mission, on the same grind as me. Fuck all these major corporations that don't really give a fuck. That's going to be here regardless. I'm going to take that 80 bucks and I'm going to pay Midas for my oil change. I'm going to throw it to Joe Smo and not look for a discount. But Black see, people for sure. If they know you know how to do something and they discount. want you to do it, hey, could I get that family, that homie discount? Like, nah, my nigga, because if you go to Midas, they going to charge your ass. Hell no. If, you, don't, you feel don't come like, back at you and be like, motherfucker, I can find a coupon online. You see, like, come on, my nigga. Like, if anything, I should be like, yo, Midas going to charge me 80. I'm going to shoot my boy 100. He's nobody. He's, he, he's, he's trying to get it just like I am. Bro, here's the 80 for the for the for the oil change. Here another 20. I see you doing your shit. But we don't look at it that way. Like that's like that's how that's how it should be. And we 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 just so caught up into the big corporation like like we being oppressed and we don't even have to be because but we're so our our cultures are so self-sufficient. Like you drive through East LA, but you see nothing but motherfuckers grinding. People f- fixing cars, fucking taco stands, pupusa spots, like, it's b- big-ass uh, 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 Hispanic murals everywhere. It's, it's culture all through that shit. Like, it's, it's, it's ridiculous to be like, you know, I'm, I'm going to wait until he garners a little bit of attention from somebody else before I give him my support. No, I'm in your same community. But we should you know, be doing it for ourselves. You know what's one thing that I missed out that I just remember right now while you were mm-hmm. telling this? What? It's the sometimes, and I know I've even done this, sometimes I refused to do business with someone I know that I get along with very, very well mm-hmm. simply because in the event that I do have a problem with the service that they provided me, I will not be able to treat them the same way that I would that corporation that fucked up my shit. But so what? If I'm doing you, if you come to me to do a job and I didn't do it right or I messed up something, you should be able to come to me and be like, yo. I've seen that happen though. It doesn't work that way. It's an uncomfortable conversation to have, yeah, but like. Because most of these motherfuckers be like. Niggas gotta be adults, man. But here's the problem. Like, for example, there was a a mechanic that people knew, right? That they would go to. Mm -hmm. 
like a family mechanic, you know, somebody takes a car over there, he didn't fix it right, he couldn't fix it right. And the problem was that in a traditional dealership mm-hmm. or mechanic or something like that, if they if they fuck up on something that they did, right, they won't charge you again until they get it right. Because they told you, oh, you know what, I was going to fix it, you know what, I fucked up, blah, blah, blah. When it's a family mechanic, it's like, hey, man, you got to pay me again. I fucked up, but I, I, you got to pay me again so I can figure out what's wrong. Right. And then you keep paying, you keep paying, and nothing's getting fixed. And then you realize that it was something so small because you decided that, you know, let me just, let me, let me stop by the dealership real quick. Oh, it was just this fuse. You pay the dealership 60 bucks for a fuse. You're mad about the 60, but then you just remember, I dropped six hundos with my boy. And we, we you know, I could have done this $540 ago. You see, hey. there's those variables that come in, you know yeah. what I mean? So, I mean, just to go to that, bro, there's just, there's a lot of reasons why people won't fuck with you, you know, like in, in a scenario like this. Mm-hmm. And likewise, man, because, I mean, they, either way, preferably for me, mm-hmm. I prefer strangers to be fucking with me because strangers don't know who you are. Strangers can't pinpoint shit to you. They know you for what you are. There's most artists that pop up in the business. Right. We know nothing about them. We just know that they popped up a good jam. Whew. Crazy. Most people love Mike Tyson. I'm gonna give you an example. Most people love Mike Tyson right now. Mm-hmm. They only know Mike for Mike. Right. For those of us that know Mike, we respect Mike and we we love Mike because you know what he's done, his attributes. Mm-hmm. But we also know the the nasty shit he did before. Right. We also know the bad in this fool. So we respect him because we saw that a man in a bad fucking course was able to change his life. And do better for himself. Right. So consider most people that followed Mike in the past, the moment he was convicted for rape, a lot of people stopped following him. Right? I still believe he was, you know, I don't think he was guilty for that kind of shit because, I mean, I I got my beliefs on that. Right. Right? Because of what I know. That's a different conversation, though. But if it did happen. Let's not talk about that. You know, but if let's say it did happen, it was legit, and it's like, I know that, oh, man, Tyson did it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of hard to respect the man, you know, because, like, you you just don't rape people. You know what I'm saying? But then, of course, you go you go further into his career, you know, domestic violence. You go further into his career. Yeah, a lot of that. Yeah, you know, so th- there's a lot of things that could diminish him as a character. Right. But many people, strain, only those that know him mm-hmm. would be able to judge him for that. So who do you think Tyson likes having around? The people that know him or the strangers that come to him because of what he's doing now? Yes, I mean, I mean, that's I, just like, I just, I just feel like at the end of Mike Tyson's career, it could have ended a lot better. Yeah, I feel like the sport turned his back on him for a second. And since, and since we here, we might as well, we might as well go all the way in because I got that on my list right here. All right, what's up? Talk about it. Um, it's 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 in that same ballpark, different sport. Okay, let's talk basketball real quick. We got a lot on the list, so I kind of want to just kind of move through some things. Go for it. Um, we didn't got to stay on this too long. We're 27 minutes in, so I, I think we're making good time. Um, Allen Iverson. Let's start there. One of the best ball players I know. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. He, 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 he was definitely one of the best point guards we've ever seen. Six foot. Revolutionized the game of basketball. Right. A lot of what we see in the NBA right now is birthed by Allen Iverson. True. All the players that you see wearing the arm sleeve, Allen Iverson. Iverson. He, he, like, the dress code Iverson. was enforced because Iverson, he didn't give a fuck. 
He'll pull up, big ass jersey on, headband, half his hair unbraided. He sat on the sideline one day, one game. Mom's sitting behind him braiding his hair during the game, <laughs> like type shit, like big ass earrings, big chip. They put a dress for, they put a dress code on him, right? When it was time for Allen, he got his act together. When it was time for Allen Iverson, when it when it when his NBA career came to an end, it didn't end well. Because the league was like, oh, look at this thug. Like, like, you get what I'm saying? Like, everybody hadn't warmed up to it. Once he retired, they warmed up to it. He got so much love, so much appreciation from like, like all the basketball players, real hoopers knew. But as far as like the, the public, like the fan love, he got it all when he retired. My fear, what I think is going to end up happening, Carmelo is going to end up going out one the same way. How you figure? Well, because right now he's, he's so he's probably gonna get cut from the Rockets. Right. The Rockets are trash this year so far. So Melo, me personally, I think he's being scapegoated again. Like, oh, we're not doing that good. We got we got to make a move to make the public, make our fans see that we getting it together. Right. That we that we got a that we got a hold on it. Right. So that by cutting Melo, they think it's gonna give him time and shit. Whatever, man. He got he he's been scapegoated a couple times in his career, a few times in his career. That's neither here nor there. Everybody got their personal opinion. I don't give a fuck what yours is. But all I'm saying is his career right now. He's he's he's. I feel like he's at the lowest point in his career. Everybody see Carmelo at where he's at right now and what's been happening to him over the last couple years. They've forgotten about who Carmelo Anthony was. You know what I mean? Like, the way he came into the game, the way he took over, the way he was who Carmelo was, right. they forgot about that. And I feel like once he, like, once once it comes to a wrap, once it all comes to a conclusion, because it's a lot of bad publications out there about him. Oh, he should just retire. There's not a team in the league that wants him. He shouldn't even, no team should pay him in all types of shit that they're trying to say about him. So what I'm trying to say is sometimes, like, the game is uh, is brutal. Sometimes the game is nasty, bro. But let me tell you something, though. The game is nasty. Like how they treated Tyson on his way out. But, but but consider one thing. That is the sport. You're up today and you're down tomorrow. I'm gonna but give the you sport would chew you up. But that, that that's this bitch. That's up. why the sport is so beloved. I want you to understand that. There's a reason why Floyd left when he did. There's a reason why he pinpointed when oh he would fight. God, there was a too. reason why he chose to make the decisions he made to make his career perfect. Because think about this way. Any sport, whether it's basketball, whether it's golf, whether, I mean, whatever it may be, mm -hmm. you are only as good as your last performance. It's meritocracy. I get that. So let's keep in mind. When I, I you remember Muhammad Ali when he got retired? Mm -hmm. Bro, he got retired by one of the best in the business and young at the time, Larry Holmes. Larry Holmes put it on him. He showed the world that Ali was not Ali. And everybody was talking at that time. Man, Ali's done. He should leave already. He can't do what he did with Foreman. That was a spook, whatever. That they, they called it a rap, so they pushed him to the side. He was nothing. He retires. He leaves the game of boxing. 
A couple years later, everybody comes to the conclusion, who was the greatest of all time? Muhammad Ali. Because then they stopped caring about his last performance and started focusing on his career. Because when you retire, that's like, what happens. while you're in the game, I, I agree with that. You're only as good as your last performance. That's right. Right? But when you retire... You're only as good you as your force, whole career. You force people to sit back and be like, okay, now let's not take his last performance into consideration. Let's take his career That's into it. consideration. Where does his career rank with, with the best of all time? What is his career rank with the, his contemporaries? I feel like... I feel like Carmelo, he's a Hall of Famer. He is. Regardless. You know what I mean? Like, he's going to the Hall of Fame... So when he retires, everybody's going to come with that love. Like, oh, man, remember Carmelo back yeah. in 2000? Remember how he was? You get what I'm saying? Like, Look, I, I, like me, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm a Melo fan. Like, ever since he came out. Should he still keep playing? Should he still keep? I feel like he can keep playing. I feel like he, he's not the Melo of old. Of course I feel not. like there's, there's teams he can go on. Name one. That Sixers. Oh, Why? Um, because you that came at, out pretty quick. I'm, I'm, well, I'm, I'm intrigued. Just, just Why Sixers? Um, because the Sixers, they only have one legitimate shooter on the team. Right. Um, Carmelo can still shoot. So it's like, you get what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying he's coming. I'm not saying he's the starter. He's about to lead the team to the. Nah. He can he can still shoot. He, uh, can, he could be a, a desirable asset when right. needed. He can okay. be, he, he's, he's, he, he can still be an asset for the team that brings him in for the right purposes. Now, if you're going to get Carmelo because you think he's about to lead you to the promised land, I don't think that's there no more. I, right. I, I long thought that was gone. But you get what I'm saying? Like, it's just one of those things where it's like, see, but that's all the why analysts and, and I hate fucking ESPN right now when all this Carmelo shit's going on because all these fucking analysts are just pirating each other. They're just saying what the other one is saying. They're reading off stats and reading off numbers. But I guarantee fucking to you, all those analysts ain't never played a game of basketball in their life. Ain't never played a professional game of basketball in their life. Most of them. They got all this shit to say. But it's players, past and present, that's still playing basketball, saying, no, Carmelo, he can still do it. Who, 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 Bro. who, I'm, who am I to believe? Am I to believe Stephen A. Smith? I got a lot of respect for him. I listen to him just about every day. Or am I to believe um, Dwayne Wade? Who's, whose word am I taking? I'm gonna, Dwayne Wade has a 14-year career. May I give an example? Ships. If I may. So, Belichick. Mm -hmm. Has he ever played professional football? Did he play professional? I don't. I know he played. I know he played high level college ball. I don't know if he. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm sure he played. I'm sure he check played, it out. I'm sure he played professional ball. Because I, I want to make a point here. Because so let's check him out. Hold on. Look him up real quick. I want to. I want to get this live time. Bill. Belly because, for example, Terry Bradshaw. I want to say he did. I think he played for it. Was a he champ. I mean, he was a four-time champion, so he can speak on both levels as an analyst and as a player. Troy Aikman, the same thing. Mm -hmm. Steve Young, the same thing. These are players that are analysts now. You know, um, Smith can do it because he played. 
Right. You know, you have uh, Sanders because he played. Okay. So Belichick, he hasn't he he, he hasn't played ball. He hasn't played ball, right? No. So uh, now no, but he has been coaching. No, no, no. Let's stop right there before you continue. So he's never played ball. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm gonna give you an example. So when it comes down to a player's abilities. Who would you listen to more? Would you listen to a Tom Brady telling you, yeah, you know, I think he could do it because of X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. Or do you listen to Belichick? Well, nah, but it's it's, it's, a, it's a certain level. It's a certain, uh, like, touch that you're forgetting. Like, this just says, Bill Belichick started coaching in 1975. Bill Belichick has a track record. Bill Belichick is personally involved with the game. Okay, perfect. If you're an analyst, if you're Stephen A. Smith or something like that, you are there's this is the game Stephen A. Smith is here because he's not in the game you know what I'm saying like he's he's, he's just reporting on the game I understand but what I'm, what I'm trying to get to you is this the, the point I'm trying to make is that Belichick is involved with the game mm-hmm. he creates the plays he tells people what to do he knows how to determine people right right okay why is he able to do that because his job is to stand on the outside and see what's happening in the inside that's how this game is done an analyst is a little similar they get to see what's on the outside from the outside see what's happening and they make their assessment based on that information now granted the difference between it is that belichick can make the decision as far as what's happening in the game and analysts cannot so where i'm going with this if you have somebody that's been doing this for a very long time that has been following the sport it's like when it's like someone that follows the sport of boxing you know if, if you have an analyst that's been following this for a very very long time mm-hmm. they have a lot of credibility they do you know because you have even guys that are like in boxing this is why i love the sport man because you have your analysts right but that the follow vantage the sport. point is different well i mean it can be because remember you have a trainer and he's standing at the same position as the analyst and typically no way but typically a trainer has boxed no Most trainers Have boxed Some of the best trainers In the business Have never boxed They've never even Laced a, a glove On themselves ever I don't believe that I'm gonna give you an example Tito, Tito Trinidad's dad Was his trainer Never laced a glove And boxed He's boxed You have I mean he's Yeah boxed what Within his teens But he was never A professional boxer I can tell you I boxed too Never professionally yeah, but there's no difference. Just because I've been in the ring and I boxed against a couple of people doesn't give me the ability to say you ain't got no credibility. I'm the best. Exactly. There's no credibility because they can tell me, well, man, you fought people that are nobodies. You know, you've never been in that position in front of 25,000 people. You can't talk about it. Right. You know, but if I were an analyst, on the other hand, I can because I'm there every single fight, analyzing every single moment, every single move. Look at Teddy Atlas. It's another one. Teddy Atlas, basically, basically, he's out there. He knows what's going on. The, the point that I'm just going off on is that analysts, the reason why they're considered analysts, now you could be a poor analyst and you could be a good analyst. Right. A, a good analyst is someone that's at every single event, someone that watches everything, not once, not twice, but three times in a row mm-hmm. to ensure he has a good idea of what's happening in the sport in which they're following or discussing. My only problem with analysts nowadays, they're too hybrid. Their their mindset can be a little clouded. Covering more, more multiple sports, or what do you mean? Exactly, because yeah. look at look at this. Max Kellerman can break down boxing like there's no tomorrow. I love it when he does it because he's one of the damn best at it. But now he's venturing into speaking about many sports. Mm-hmm. 
it's kind of hard to have that credibility about many sports. You may be very knowledgeable about it. You may be know a lot about it. But if you're your trade is boxing but most a lot of analysts do that like you make your bones in one sport like Stephen A. Smith his bones is in the NBA it's covering basketball which is why I, I tell you in his case mm-hmm. I can vouch for him Skip Bayless is another yeah I can vouch for him Shannon Sharp where, where do I vouch for him at I vouch for him at Football. Wait, and when he says something about football, I take that to heart. Like, exactly. Like, like, I take that, like, he can say one thing, and uh, Stephen A can say the same thing. I'm going to say Shannon Sharp got that. I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay all my marbles on Shannon Sharp's basket, just for the simple fact that he's a champion in, in, in football, multiple times. Well, once again. Denver Broncos. Uh, yeah, of course. You know, but th- th- that's why th- that's why I tell you the difference because you know, like like Terry Bradshaw, right? He gives you analytic perspective. Mm-hmm. He's very you know sometimes very biased, you know, because he he likes he's a player biased. and he's fucking. But he's one of my. When he's fucking talk about the Steelers. I turn that shit off. Hey, bro, like, but <laughs> hey, if if you were talking about a team that gave you four rings, you'd probably be pretty fucking biased too. Nah, you got to be unbiased in that business. No, but what I'm saying is that I mean, you know, like, there's just so many variables to it, and I. I Look, analysts nowadays, like I said, I, I, their job is to criticize. Remember that. Yeah. Not to praise, to criticize. Mm-hmm. You know, because when they're praising, that means that something's not happening. Nothing juicy enough is occurring. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's best that they do this. And that's why for me, as far as Anthony's concerned, if you are financially stable enough, retire. If you're financially stable enough. I think Carmelo, he's not going to retire. Uh, just for the simple fact that... He wants to uh, prove the naysayers wrong one more time before he goes. That's every athlete in the book. I think, and always remember. But I, th- I think he can. I think he can get it done. I think he can. Yeah, Tyson said the same against Lennox Lewis. Wait, but this is that's fighting. It's different. That's 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 boxing. That's different. But I mean, we'll see. I don't want to stick on on, on sports too long. We've been doing this. That's true. But let, let me let me just throw this last little statement. Mm-hmm. Always remember, either you can retire from the sport or the sport will retire you. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. All right. What else you got I for agree. me? Um, a couple, just, just a couple shout outs. I want to, I, I do want to sh- say one last thing about sports. Two last things about sports. Okay. Um, fucking Luka Doncic, Luka Doncic, the uh, rookie from uh, Dallas Mavericks. Okay. You a weirdo, bro. <laughs> They fucking played uh, the Lakers. Bro was starstruck on the same court with LeBron. This is his first time meeting up with him. Star fucking struck. He's like, before the game, motherfucker's like, hand out, waiting. LeBron's not even paying attention. LeBron's looking another way. He's like this. Luca's on the side, like, trying to shake his hand. Eyes all big. He's fucking smiling and shit. LeBron finally turned to him, dap him up real quick and start the I'm like, bro, get your weird ass. Like, what are you doing, bro? Like, bro, at least wait till after the game. Wait a minute. Jersey wait. Swap. Like, get out. Bro. Like, come on, bro. Let me let me make something clear. You in the same league, bro. Let me make something clear. If it's the first time that you meet with the GOAT. Dog, that shit can wait after the game. No, no, no. I'm I just don't want to see. I don't want to see your fucking heart eyes while we finna go to war. Bottom line. Um, also, Derrick Rose with that 50-piece like a week and a half ago. Oof. Drop that, hey, bro. Derrick Rose is looking like Derrick. He's showing f- 
not all the way, but he's showing glimpses. He's showing, he's showing glimpses back to that MVP stature that he was at. That fifty piece was no joke. Like he, like he was like all the doubters. Like, like I, I feel like Carmelo Anthony got one more of those type of performances where he could just be like, yo. Just like Derrick Rose Worked his ass off Look Finally like Stamped everybody Like yo Everybody yeah. who said I can't I'm still here After 18 knee surgeries Like I'm still running If you want to be able To do that Anthony Play Chicago You have a chance Nah Chicago's trash That's why but, um, That's my point Play against Chicago And you will put up some stats Everybody will remember you As the old Right um, Do it like What was that fucker's name The one that left in halftime uh, uh, Vontae Davis <laughs> Buster Vontae Davis Man Go ahead and do Retire One half time half. Do so good And you're like You know what Fuck so, y'all for doubting me And then leave half time <laughs> Retire half time What the fuck <laughs> Go out in style Motherfucker Okay um, What no, else you got <laughs> uh, Let's see what else On his fucking list um, Oh shit Before we get into the To the serious shit I just kind of want to Fuck around for it. Oh No none November you, Are you Are you participating No nut November No nut November How does that work you, you just you, exactly Okay wait so First of all let, 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 me, let me stop you there What the fuck Is the purpose Of No Not November Well just to show These women mm -hmm. We're not here To be played with You can't just do, Get whatever you want When you want it It's kind of Taking back our uh, You know Cause we be getting used bro Used Abused Thrown to the side So I seen it buzzing on Twitter. Like in the beginning of the month, close to and there's been there's a lot of there's a lot of fellas out there that's like, you know what? No not November. Just like no shave November. Dudes let the beard grow and they just don't shave it at all for the month of November. Hey, no not November. I don't know. Are you participating? Uh, I don't know. I, look, <laughs> listen, man. I, that, that's a, that, that's a tough one to consider. And I'll tell you why. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine if, if if a broad tries to flip it on you and say, you know what? Mm -hmm. No shower December. Uh, she got issues then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm having an issue, bro. I have an issue with not busting nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's a that, that's a big problem, man. I mean, you know, you know, I'm, I'm gonna tell you guys one thing. Uh -huh. Scientifically proven that, and this goes men and women. You, in order for you to live a, a good life, okay. Aside from being stress free, aside from having true love and all that kind of bullshit, let's put all that shit to the side. But just your body in general. Right. Your body in general needs to. Release tension Only way your body Releases tension It's not by working out Motherfuckers I'm gonna tell you that Right now Call it what you will Working out Does not relieve tension Busting nuts does It's a It's a community Of people out there That That would beg to differ Well I will I will challenge And you know what Anybody who disagrees with me mm -hmm. Let's do it Because I'm, I'm gonna tell you something For example There is uh, For example Like you know The man builds testosterone Right There's a certain time Of the nighttime Where the man Builds testosterone You ever just wake up In the morning With the fucking heart on You don't even know why That ever happened Yeah Hell yeah Do you know why that happens Testosterone Testosterone was created During that field of time You wake up with the heart on Talking about man I gotta release this motherfucker 
Let's go. See, the purpose behind that is because testosterone is being grown. But now here's what happens. This happens to boxers in most cases. During that ter- the, during that timeline that it happens, because it happens, they say it happens. Well, scientifically, they say that testosterone is built during the second half of your sleep. Mm-hmm. Right. So most people sleep during the first half and wake up during the second half and go run and fucking burn fat, burn everything. But at the same time, you're actually burning your fucking testosterone in the process. Without testosterone player, you can't have that ability to be a, like that, that dude you got to be. I'm going to tell you that right now. That's why you have more feminine, Fellas, feminine you, if you buff need that dudes. performance. If you need that performance enhancing shit. You got a problem. Testosterone is the name of the game, player. I'm going to tell you that right now. Fuck all that. Testosterone is the name of the game. I don't really care Look, about I don't that. give a fuck. If you tell me, man, I'm going to give you the best physique in the world. You're going to be fucking sharp. You're going to look like a fucking sculpture. But then you tell me that you, you won't have testosterone? You could eat a dick. Hey. Leave me fucking bald, fat, whatever the fuck. But if I I, I want to be able to get this bitch up whenever I want to. Mm-hmm. And work it whenever I need to. I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> Man, you gotta give a fuck, bro, because can you imagine one day trying to go for it and it's like. It's not working, right? Like, come on, come on. Hey. Nah. Just, fuck that. That's scary, bro. Fuck no, no, no. Man, you know what? Go fuck your nuts in November. <laughs> Alright, what else we got? Uh. She's got me mad. I'm trying to get the, the quick the quick little jabs out the way, bro. The, uh. What else we got, man? Fuck it, let's let's dive into it. But real quick, before uh, let's let's just dive into it. Before that, let me um make a let me let me make a quick phone call. I, I need to ask two questions. Hello. Hi, Flory. Um, don't say anything incriminating. Can I ask you two questions? What? First question. Have you seen the Jill Scott video that's been uh, kind of surfing, surfing on uh, the internet? No. You have not? No. Okay. Second question is, um... I want to talk about it on the podcast uh, very bluntly. Can I do that? What do you got me lost. Are you going to allow me um, five minutes of unfiltered talk? When have I fucking sent with you? Yes or no? I don't care. I mean, if you want to say something stupid... Say it. I don't care. If you already feel this, that means you already know you're about to be bullshit. Well, no, no, it's not, it's not no bullshit, but I just want to make sure that, you know, that you know that you're not blindsided. This is past life shit, and I want to make sure that um, you know I love you. What the fuck does that mean, Henry? I'll talk to you later, bye. Talk to you later, babe. Hello? All right, you're, you're live on the podcast. I'll talk to you later. But what does that mean? What does what mean? What do you mean you're talking about some past life stuff? All right. Jill Scott has a um a video going viral right now where she's giving some airhead. We're going to talk about it on the podcast. And I just want to make sure 
uh, I can I can I can be blunt. And I can bring up what you're asking. You have my permission, not like that, but like, you know. Public, like, live TV. Yes, ma'am. Oh my God, you're making me mad. I don't even know why you called me. Seriously. I love you, babe. All right. So this video. You feel have me, you, man? Have you seen I'm it? I'm so sorry. <laughs> We about to show you right now, <laughs> man. You caught me off guard, motherfucker. I caught you caught hey. me the fuck off guard on that one. I was trying. Oh my god. Okay. I, I, I'm still trying to understand the questions too. Let's see. Well, what, right. let, me, so, let me see what you're talking about. This is the video right here. Jill Scott, baby. <laughs> Give me that Jill. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody please get me tickets to Jill Scott. Bro, I need I need some tickets. Bro, what 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 city, what kind of show was this at that she thought she can that 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 that, that was okay for? Wait, what I want to know is what what was she, what was she singing? What song even, is that? I don't even know, but I hear a I hear a I hear a lot of her. Uh, her songs different way now. I didn't know Jill. See the the two hand pepper grinder. Two. I don't know what to say. Hey man, that's that. That's that. Well, hey, I know it's I know it's I know it's Airhead. I know that's a microphone. I know you know. Look, I'm. <laughs> Like, I'm sold. I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> I'm sold. Look, at, at least you know whoever Jill Scott's with uh -huh. doesn't believe in No Nut November. She don't believe in No Nut She's like, like, nah. We ain't mm, playing this mm, game. Mm, mm, mm. So, here, here, all right, here's my thing. <laughs> I, I, God bless you, man, because you... <laughs> hey. Where the fuck did you... Okay. So, I got you. I got you. So, now... Now fill me in with the blanks here, because right. you, you you needed permission to jump into this, bro. So I, I need to know where you, where, where we're going, because you just caught me off guard. So I need to know what rabbit hole I'm about to join you into. And it's a um, it's about um, it's a question that I heard posed. Okay. And I just wanted to pose it to you. All right. What's the question? The question is, think about. Think back over your life. Okay. <laughs> Think back over your life. Oh, shit. Think back over your life. All right. How... How did the best times that you gotten that Jill... We're just going to call it the Jill. That Jill. Okay. How did... The... How did she look? How did she look? Right, like just everything. How she look? Was she would you like? Was she pretty? Like, like was she heavy set? Was she was she a skinny girl? Was she? Oh, okay. You know, you know, okay. You know what I'm asking. All right, right, I, right. I, I'm just I trying. I'm not trying to be okay. a misogynistic fucking idiot. Uh, don't worry. This up. video has 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 a buzzing. Okay. So the question is, when you got the best Jill. 
Mm-hmm. How did the jiller look like? Is that, that, that I got that right? More or less, yeah. Okay. Uh, let me see. Short, petite, booty, pretty face. So that's how the girl looked in like a top one or two times. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've been a blessed man. <laughs> well, it's because it's a stereotype that exists that. Okay, hit me, hit me. Heavier set women. They got that Jill. They got the Jill. Uh, yeah, I've heard this before. I mean, and I, okay, I, I'm not I sure. see where you're going now. All I'm right. not. A, I'm not 100%. You know, sure. You know, I'm just. I'm just testing it to see if 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 if, if there's facts into it. If you're buying into that stereotype, do you subscribe to that? Okay. Uh, allow me to elaborate. Uh, or, or like or like our fellow man would say, allow me to digress. <laughs> You know, I've heard this in multiple occasions, mm-hmm. and um, I hate to, 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 I guess to, to pinpoint it this way, but I don't, I don't recall the moment, you know, that I, I've, I've had the, the privilege of dealing with a heavier set per se to, to, to go to that, that, that thought process, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so th- now you're giving me thought. Does the experiment need to be experimented with? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've never, yeah, no. I mean, um, no, I've never actually had that uh, that stereotype that I can vouch for. Mm-hmm. I mean, the closest thing to stereotype that I can vouch for, man, was, I mean, did, did, does a pregnant girl count? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> nah, the pregnant girl. You know, mm, not quite. I mean, he can, but yeah, because it's 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 not, yeah. I don't know. Okay, so but so all I'm saying is, so what you've heard from from the masses is that there is that that, that there's truth behind this matter. Yes, that there's that there's some truth in it. I don't know. Okay, I'm just I'm just I'm just posing the question. That's a damn good question. I wish I had somebody. You know what, man? I wish we had somebody to ask that question too. As a matter of fact, man, you caught me the fuck off guard. <laughs> Let's hold up, man. Let me see if I can get some stupid motherfucker <laughs> to answer this goddamn question. Who cool. court? Let's see. Hey, all I'm saying is, I was kind of sold with that. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. I was I was kind of sold with that. Uh, with that, with that, with that air performance, she did the two hand kind of wrench, fucking uh, uh, socket wrench. That was what. That, that's that's not a move a rookie make. Like rookies don't do that. Rookies, rookies do not do that. So you know she got some. Um, no, she got some experience behind that. Yeah, she's she's a, she's a veteran. She looks like she's a veteran. Let me see. Hold. Let me see. She looks like she's a veteran. It looks, yeah, because uh, yeah, her stripes, man. The way that she. I need was, some. I need some tickets now. I'm, I'm about to. I'll, I'm. I'm. I'm going Ticketmaster tonight. See where Joe Sky gonna be in LA. <laughs> hey, I'm pulling up. Man, I'm. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking crazy. Let me see. Hold up, man. <laughs> oh Jesus. 
Ah, oh, man, let me see this shit. What are you doing, man? I was trying to see. I, I lost this shit already. A- anyway, I'm going to fucking pose this question later on. That was a damn good question. I got to find out. I need a, I, you know what? I, I would like to have everybody who's listening, uh, you know, send, send Ive over here a, a DM. Let him know if you agree. Do Heavy Set bring the Jill to the table? And if you haven't seen the Jill Scott video, look it up and then you'll know. So I want you guys to let us know. Let us know. If if you heavy and, and, and women too, you could, I mean let us know. I mean it, I mean cuz we we don't want to discriminate against the um, against the petite. You know, the petite might have might have two cents to say fuck that. Right, right. We know we got it good. <laughs> I I'd like to hear that debate. I want to know if we had a scale, I want to have at least 20 men and 20 women give us their thoughts. Do it heavy, bring it heavy, or do skinny bring it? I don't know. I can't think of something with that, but I mean, y- y'all figure it out. Come up with hyperbole even in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but I-, I like to hear that, though. That's an interesting thought. Right, right. Um, because I can only imagine that in some cases, you know, they, they might focus on that a little bit more. You know, to, to make because uh, here's my thought, right? I guess here's how we think about it. In some cases, maybe it's more of the right. fact that it's a uh, um, uh, what's what I'm looking for, like a self esteem, maybe where they where they're like, you know what? I may not have it here, but I'm gonna have it here, and I'm gonna go to war. You know what I mean? Like that war mentality, man. war. So what you think? I mean, could, could it be that? I mean, it, it could possibly be the sense of compensation to uh, to what they may think. I mean, because I, I look, man, I've heard what I have heard is this. I don't know if y'all can vouch for this one because I, I I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've heard rumors that when they're a little bit heavy set, right, they flow the juices a little more too. It's like it's like you it's like you dip it into a pool. They say. That's what they say. Without having to work hard, and they say that you know I've, I've heard this before. Mm-hmm. I had a buddy of mine who he would love to be the wingman because he wanted these. He said you could have that sexy looking one. I want that thick. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna get off this. I'm off this. <laughs> so I, I gotta hear for you, motherfuckers, man. I gotta know. This. I really gotta know. <laughs> shit. I mean, cause I've heard these rumors, man. I mean, my buddies told me all the time they, 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 they were perfect wingmen, and they would love this shit. They'd be like, bro, right, right. It's like you know, sometimes you know, like, uh, like I got a buddy, man. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna call him C. All right, for to, to just abbreviate to not say his whole name, uh-huh. you know, because now he's in a good place. I don't want his woman thinking like, "What?" <laughs> this dude C. I'm not. I'm not trying to re- ruin no marriages, exactly. happy relationships, or anything, bro. So, so, so we're gonna stick uh, to C. Yeah, I'm, I gotta keep mine intact too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love you, babe. This dude literally. 
this man told me, he would tell me, you got to be careful with these thick ones, mm-hmm. you know, because he's like, the moment you go in, it's not like those little pretty ones where they're, they're nice and wet, but it's like, you know, you're going at it and you can continue keeping this rhythm going. He's like, with these, the moment it becomes a moisturizing pool, mm-hmm. he's like, you lucky if you get past two minutes. I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, it's like that. He's like, player. He's like, you gotta, you gotta start being a wingman here and there. I'm like, ah, man, I'm good, bro. As long as I got you, bro. It's like, we fucking good, bro. <laughs> All right, That's man. That's fucking crazy. Hey, but DM these motherfuckers. DM this shit. I gotta, I gotta hear some thoughts, man, because you, you got that shit ringing in my mind. It's buzzing, huh? It's buzzing now. It definitely is. Well, last but not least, I just want to send a shout out to uh, the queen, Jill Scott. Um, definitely something great to talk about. Um, you're talented. I thought you only could sing. Thank you. Hey. Also, let's 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 swing by a sad note real quick. I want to say I want to shout out to a couple legends. Old Dirty Bastard. Uh, his death anniversary just passed. Eddie Guerrero. Viva la Raza. His death anniversary just passed. Yeah. Mr. Stan Lee. Bro, that hit home right there. Oh, man. That was the myth. The man. I was not ready. Legend. I couldn't, I couldn't take it. <laughs> Bro, you realize that childhood in its entirety, mm-hmm. 90% of childhood went with him? That's crazy. You realize that? He's had some amazing creations. I mean, let, I mean, look, just I don't, you know, not to jump in too much, but let's just consider for a second plus, the Amazing Spider-Man. Plus, Hulk. he was plus he was ninety-five, hey, so he lived a, he lived a long, fruitful, beautiful life. Like it was it was it was it was a gift to him. I used to love seeing his interviews, man. He would have interviews basically coming on talking about. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, this is when he was like about ninety years old. They would tell him, "Do you feel limited?" He's like, "No." I feel more free than ever. I feel like I have control of everything. I feel like I can do what I want. Right. He's like, 90 is not a death sentence. Right. It's just a new chapter. It's a new beginning. Like, this dude was so fucking positive. It was insane, man. You would love hearing this man talk. And his senses were there. It wasn't like you were talking to a crazy man. Right. I mean, I I used to love watching his cameos, bro. Like, every (laughs) single cameo he was ever a part of. Right. Is fucking legendary. Fucking legendary. But, uh, yeah, man, rest in peace, you know. I mean, to your families, too, man. I mean, I mean, look, you know, the, the good thing I can tell you is that this man's death is actually a good one, all right? Not to say that we wanted him to die, but what I'm saying is that it was a really good one. He lived a fruitful life, a great life, supported many people, gave people hope, gave people ideas that you've never, ever considered in life. This man, you can say, really made a change and impacted millions across the platform. Right, right. You know, so it wasn't like he died because he was sick, because he was going through some shit, like, you know, you know, drug abuse. No, it was, you lived your life. You just reached the point that everybody eventually tends to reach, which is... Right. It's best to die of old age just because your body will no longer continue with you mm-hmm. than for your body to die... Because of decisions in which you created for that, if that makes sense. Man, Stan Lee's like, bro. I've debated over his creations for a long fucking time. Who's the strongest 
Marvel comic in your opinion? Oh shit. Um good or bad as far as uh, you know whether they're the good guy or the evil guy who's the strongest Marvel comic you th- you know of or think of man I don't know I, I got a lot of favorites man but like Spider-Man is up there uh Thor Thor is actually pretty new for me like I didn't really really give a fuck about Thor until the movies. Until the movies. Okay. To be uh, to be one thousand percent honest with you. Okay. And until the movies, and th- when the movies when the movies hit home, I was like, "Fucking Thor is like, he's a beast. Beast, yeah. Okay. Right, right. Thor is Thor is uh, he's something different. Hulk, more so when the movies came. Um, it's crazy. I don't know, man. I think for me, I would tell you, because I, I actually liked following comics when I was a kid. Right, right. I used to love watching the series and all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it was always incredible to me how they would make the most powerful characters, characters that you would never see. You know what I mean? Right. Like, uh, for example, there's a character that, I, that um, his name is The Beyonder. Mm-hmm. The Beyonder, he came out on Spider-Man. You know, like on the animated series. Yeah. Yeah. And they they introduced them. And they introduced them to be like the end-all, be-all kind of shit. Okay. Right? And it was interesting because you would never know about this dude or whatever unless you were stuck in comics, right? So, I mean, I really didn't know about the dude. I was young anyway. But, you know, it's crazy to see that because, you you know, you would think, oh, man, Wolverine's the baddest man on the planet. Nobody nobody can kill Wolverine. But Wolverine has been shown to be demolished. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So Wolverine, I mean, if you put Wolverine against Magneto, Wolverine's done. Magneto rips him apart just because he's made of animania. Yeah. You know, so I, mean, I don't know, man. I just appreciate Stanley and all the bullshit he did. But he took he took hope to the hope to the limit. Yeah, shit. He took hope to the limit. So he I mean, did. Gotta give him. I mean, it's it's it's. He created a beautiful thing, bro. He created something that's gonna be around for a long fucking time. That's and true. I just, I just appreciate people, and I, 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 I like legendary people who do something that's way bigger than them. Right. Right. You get what I'm saying? It's not just about you and how talented you are, but what you leave behind. Like, like Walt Disney. Yeah. Bro, it's like his name still like people. Don't even know Don't even realize He's passed Hey you know what That's so true People don't realize he's He's been He's been dead for years Yeah That's so true That's how That's how much His name still Resonates Still means Yeah And I, I feel like Stan Lee is gonna be One of those Guys that Get talked about You know what I mean Like people don't start To really a Truly Like Pinpoint like greatness until after something something's over something's gone and shit like that. So he created some great. I mean, it's I mean it is what it is. I mean, God rest his soul to his family, loved ones, friends, and everything. Um, just know that your loved one left something great here. You feel me? But was you know what I think was best about him though is the fact that. 
not only will he be remembered very much so after his death, but he was actually already remembered as a legend during his during his life, which yeah, I think yeah. and that is so people, hard to do. Not a lot of people get the flowers while while they can still smell them. That's true. And he not did. a lot of people get them. So I feel like primarily he got them, um, which is great. Um, so so rest in peace, rest in peace, Stan Lee. Stan Lee. Rest in peace, ODB, old dirty bastard. Uh, rest in peace, Eddie Guerrero. Uh, viva la raza. Let's keep this. Uh... Man, that 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 Jill's got me like kind of fucking traumatized a little bit, man. <laughs> I mean, like talk to me, talk to me. Um, like so she's got me traumatized. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. We get um, Gabrielle Union. You heard she just recently um, had a baby. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? I know. I've been out of the game on that piece. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, that's actually, that's actually pretty good because okay. I can get you, um, I can get you, I can get you your true opinions about it. Okay. So I was reading, she had nine miscarriages. <laughs> Holy shit. She can like for some reason she can hold she can carry. Oh wow! That's so sad. they had so they had a baby via um, IVF. What is that? Meaning when artificial assimilation uh, through uh, uh, what's the word surrogate. Oh, so another woman had the baby for her. Yeah. So okay. They, yeah. So they were able to do that, um, which is which is actually pretty awesome. I'm glad she's able to do that. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like women are the strongest. Like creatures Backbone to Like life Our existence Like me in my lifetime Like I can't really talk about My biological mother Because she's never really been Like Anything in my life Because she's always been Hit or miss There Not Well she wasn't even really there To be honest with you Right But My stepmom came into my life When I was like 10 She came in bro Within a couple months, my and this is these are my dad's words. He was like, "All right, because so when we were, we were me and my brother we were kids up until I was ten years old. Uh, my biological mom probably left when I was like two. When I was like two, three years old, right? Okay. So for about seven, eight years, it was just me, my older brother, my younger brother, and my dad." Just us four rocking together. My older brother was much older. He got into that life. I'm not even. I don't even have to delve into details. He was just part of that life, gang banging, just in the streets, doing shit he probably should have been avoiding. Once, and he, you know, he had his moments. He had his little jump offs, his little side pieces, whatever. But once my mom, my my stepmom, who I call my mom. Right. Came into my life Came into his life He says Within months He knew she was the one Changed Everything About him Not in a bad way Like it was like Natural like she, It was natural She came in She threw that womanly touch On everything On the cooking that we were eating On the way the house was maintained On the way we looked You know what I mean? On everything Like she was just fully um, She was just fully like Integrated into the life Into our life Changed it Flipped it 
all on his head. So when I say I feel like women are some of the strongest fucking creatures, like it's it's one of those things where it's like I don't think a lot of people realize it. You know what I mean? Like they carry babies, they they give birth to babies, like they just do so much and they mean so much to everything. And I'm talking about to how we live, for the holidays, like you feel me? It, 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 and 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 to see her struggle with like having a baby, but continuously trying after so many times of miscarrying a baby to do that, like I'm I'm super I'm super I'm super uh, happy for them that but they that they're able to at least get their end goal. Like she's not able to carry it, but they're at least able to. Uh, to get their end goal. That let me let me about. let me ask you something about that, man. Because there's a lot of people that have mixed opinions about that. Um, you know, there there's some people out there that would say that if it's meant to happen, or if you're meant to have something, mm-hmm. it, it would it would essentially happen under God's will per se, right? But of course, in some lifetimes, in some cases, us as humans, mm-hmm. we defy the laws of, I guess, God in this case, as they would say, because we would find any means of technology to say, fuck what the natural system would be. There's another way to get it done. Right. And I will go that route because I can. In that spectrum, because it's, it's it's kind of a it's a tough tough mids to answer. How how, how I guess, how do you feel about that in that sense? Like, because th- think about this a hundred years ago, this technology never existed, mm-hmm. right? So you you would have adoption. Adoption was the the the, the source, right? So. In some cases, people would adopt, and then, of course, it, the adoption, I, I felt sometimes was also very touchy, because although you had some people that would really cater to these children and be so good to these children, it's very difficult for you to raise a child that's not yours, and in various cases, that child can backlash. And I, I've seen this in various ca- cases, and of course, it, 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 there's times that it's, it's fully successful, right? Yeah, I mean, it's so slippery slope. So now, in this case, I w- now what I want to get to though is how do you feel about defying the laws of how things are supposed to be? As far as as far as like uh, you know, I mean, the, well, technology. I mean, using using technology to create something that shouldn't have been created, but finding a source to be able to do it. I mean, I feel like that. I feel like there's always an option. Mm-hmm. Um, you feel me? So like, like, or like for example, hold up to add to this, because mm-hmm. I this is what I heard. Now I don't have stats or statistics to back this up, but this is just what I heard. That supposedly like uh, like uh, Lopez when she had her kids and uh, some other celebrities, they modified the genetic genes. Oh, Lopez did it too, huh? Chelo? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Chelo did it. She also, mo- um, um, Michelle Obama did it too. There you go. So both you, her daughters were the same, so, like that. So you Obama. modify the genetic genes yeah. to create something in your wanting, versus allowing the creation to be made naturally and like just the way it's supposed to be. Like your right. So at this point, it's like you know, it's almost like when you buy a car and then you start adding all this shit to it. Mm-hmm. It's great that you added all these features to it. It's awesome. 
but at the same token, I mean, how is it any different from when you get breast implants, right? Um, you know, yeah, you, you know, when you get breast implants and when you modify your body, that's yourself taking the decision that you want to do it for yourself. Mm -hmm. Now, how do you justify when someone does it for you? Like at this point, now you know you were born and you're modified. You, you keep thinking to yourself, I could have been something different than what I am now, but they modified me before birth. Well, I mean, it's, I don't think they, uh, like, I don't look at it, I don't think it's modification. I don't think they, they look at it as modification. I mean, I mean, but that's a medical term. It, it's modifying the genetic genes. But it, it's, it's, not, it's not looked at as that. It's, I can't carry a baby. So there's a woman out there that will carry the baby for me. Mm -hmm. That's all. I, I think that's all it really is. No, no, I, I get that. There's women out there that just want to be a surrogate. They, they, they help families who can't help themselves in, in that facet. Like they can't carry a baby. They, they're infertile, whatever the case may be. So what I'll do is I'll I'll hold the baby for you. I'll 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 birth the baby for you. Right. Like of course, like when a woman gives birth to a child, like there's still a connection there, whether she's a surrogate or not. That's what's that. I think but, that's what's kind of scary. I think sometimes. But uh -huh. I mean, I mean, I would hope that the people that are getting the baby, like at least keep the surrogate like a part of. The child's life, if the surrogate wants to be. But like, most of the time, they don't do that. I mean, the whole point of having the surrogate is for them to be able to give the child up, nah, and, then, gotta, and, then, and then go. Well, nah. I mean, but I feel like I feel like most. That's how it works sometimes. At least from what I've read or what I've known about them, they don't stick around because they don't want to have that mother figure compelled. If I was ever in that scenario and my 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 uh, my shorty couldn't have. A, a child because she mm -hmm. was infertile. She she just couldn't carry a baby. Whatever the case is, right? Um, and we and we went the route of um, genetically, Mod uh -huh. yeah, of of doing it like that. Like I would one thousand percent keep the surrogate like a part of it. At, uh, on some level, whether it's just a like high and like you know what I mean, like right, yeah, it's it's crazy. I don't I don't I don't see why they why that wouldn't be the case, but if it is, um, I hope it's something that can be that can be worked out. Because you know, personally, me, I mean, the, the surrogate situation, I truly think that I mean, I don't think it's as bad as some people make it seem, mm -hmm. just because. You're still naturally producing the child. Granted, you're moving, you know, embryos into somewhere else, whatever, right? Whatever, the, whatever has to happen to make it work. But I do, I do believe that it, it's good because you actually have some genetic genes being created or being right. It's your, yeah. It's your, like you Jason and Beyonce, they did the same thing to have their twins. Yeah. So it's I don't I don't I don't think people are. So I mean, yeah. I don't think it's being looked at as. Um, as fucking modification, like oh, you're. Like, well, here's the part. Yeah, so when I mentioned the modification part, because I, I know I mentioned it in the same in the same conversation, but I just wanted to know that thought. So I mean, it's cool. When I mentioned modification, I mentioned as uh, what J Lo did with her kids. You know, right. where you, where you where you decide to say, well, you know what, I want blue eyes, genetically correct that so it can be blue eyes. Yeah. I want her would, to have a, a long nose. I don't think I'll go that far. But so how do you feel about that though? Do you think that it is appropriate for a child to be born and to be fully modified because it's I want to give you that far. Yeah, well, they have. They've done it already. Well, I mean, I know to like, like do like the like blue eyes, hazel eyes, whatever you choose. But like, as far as like, like modifying the way a child would look. Yeah. Ooh, that's scary. I, I don't. 
You see, and, and this is where I go to because, because the technology I, I exists. Just, I can I can just imagine a lot going wrong, going wrong in a scenario like that. Because think about it this way: it's no different from, like I said, when you do plastic surgery, mm-hmm. you're modifying something that's already been created. The only difference is that instead of modifying it once it's already made, right? They're modifying it before it's created. They're using these genetic components to be able to create this kind of stuff. And I think that's kind of scary because now you're tampering with you're tampering with something that should never be tampered with. It's like when you try to clone something, mm-hmm. you can't just decide one day and say, I want to clone something and assume it to be the exact same. You know, at the end of the day, once you create something like that, it has a brain. It has a heart. It has a it has a thought. Although it was fictionally created, right. now it's re- it's made into something that's real. It's kind of like when you watch these movies of artificial intelligence, for example. When they, it's like when you make something smart enough that it can question. Right. That's a scary piece of business. Yeah. Like remember, the, it was a the, what the fuck? Oh, Elon Musk was on Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan was like, oh, robots are gonna take over the road. Elon Musk was like, I know. Yeah. I know. Scary shit. He said that shit so casually. And I feel like he said that shit so casually because he's one of the motherfuckers who was creating artificial intelligence to replace <laughs> you for me. Like, that shit was kind of scary. Like, I was listening to that shit. I'm like, oh shit. Hopefully, I'm. I'm 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 way the fuck gone, retired, and <laughs> <laughs> by the time that that takes place, by the fucking time that shit takes over, that shit is crazy. But th- that goes to my point is it's 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 incredible to what all this stuff can really become and, right. and, and what it can get to. So I don't know, man, it's 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 I mean, it's just a tough, tough thing to really consider. I mean, t- I think technology is moving way too quickly. Right. Okay? I mean, wait, th- the last hundred years has been way too much, because if you think about it, how is it that for 1900 years, mm-hmm. and even if you want to take it further, for millions of years, how is it that it took 100 years to create society that we created now, and for the millions of years, we couldn't, it couldn't happen before? What was so different? Does that make sense? How was it that this last 100 years, Technology well, we, we, took us. We just, we just learn more. But we it, just we just we just learn. And, and and the internet is still the internet is like is is as huge as it is. It's not old. The internet is not that fucking old. The internet is probably twenty something years old. Which is scary. That's what I'm saying. Imagine that. Like like I mean I'm not gonna say it's in its um, infancy, but the internet is still like people. I feel like people. I think what I know people, the smartest people in the world are still trying to figure out how to fully, like optimize, monetize all that shit. The internet. I feel like they're still trying to learn how to fully optimize the internet. And I feel like us, we need to be in that in that in that rat race too, figuring out how to fully optimize the internet. Nineteen eighty three. Not nineteen eighty three. That's thirty years old. You know, thirty three years old. You know what the company was called that 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 set this up? IBM. What? I don't know. ARPANET. Never even heard of it. Is it, is it weird that the Terminator movies were based on Skynet? 
I had to get too far into it. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Oh, shit. You just shut that one down real quick, motherfucker. <laughs> too far into it. Oh, damn. That's crazy. Right. I mean, that's fucking crazy. But you're right about that. It is what it is. Hey, did you vote? Man, I, I'm not going to lie to you guys, man. I was a little bit disappointed. I was so caught up in work. Mm. And I was really pissed about it, man, because I told myself I was going to go do it. I'll give you two hours. I, I, I knew that. I knew that. But it was just so happened that the, the moment that I had my slot to go, I had realized that three weeks prior I had set appointments for those moments. Mm. And then they, they arrived. I mean, it, it would have been a dick move for me to be like, you know what? I know I planned this out three weeks ago. Right. But uh, I need y'all to come three weeks later. Right. So it, 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 it just flew my mind. And the craziest part about it is that I had the mayor even that day having a conversation with me. Right. <laughs> well, you know, we were talking about it, man. We were having this conversation about about going out to vote. I was like, yeah, I'm going to make it out there. I'm going to do, you know, I'm, I'm going to do my thing, you know. And um, it, it was crazy, man. We had a great conversation, though. You know, hopefully that, would, that wouldn't be a bad idea, though. You know, hopefully we can have him on here, you know, discuss a couple things about the city. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, that, that'll be a different scenario. And, uh, yeah, you know, man. I, 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 I'm gonna work that out. That's not, that's not a bad idea. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I just think I just think voting is is is, is important. I feel like we should we should be mindful about. Um, I feel like we should just be mindful of uh, what we're doing. I feel like midterm elections are way more important than anything else. But shit, it is what it is. Um, what else we have, man? Let's let's. I keep I keep running across this topic on my phone. What's that? Um, these California wildfires. These are like the worst in California history. Like these shits is these shits are really like killing shit. And I want to ask you a fucking question, bro. Hmm. It's not even a question. It's just a comment. Actually. Okay. Hit me. And, and, and you could delve into that comment. I'll engage. Did you know Kanye and Kim hired private firefighters to protect their home from being burned down? I guess my question to that is, what the fuck is a private firefighter? Where do you where do you where do you find a private fire? What is that? Okay, let let, let me <laughs> please please explain to me. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Let, let me start with this. Number one, I did not know. Number two, I am not surprised. Let me start there. Is, is a private firefighter like a private investigator kind of thing? Like they used bro, to do the job and, and they're I, retired now. And, they're, <laughs> that, bro, that, and, and if they're retired, how do they like where are they getting this equipment to fight fight? Like, well, I mean, most of them keep most of this shit. Man. You know, Caitlyn Jenner's her house like burned down. Caitlyn Jenner, Bruce Jenner. Which one? Oh, I'm trying to remember which one of the. Okay. Yeah, the the. Brucey Bruce. <laughs> What's up, player? Okay. I oh, shit. So, hey, that's fucked up. That is low key fucked up. You will invest in protecting your home, and you need to give a fuck about your dad. That's some cold blooded shit. I don't know. I just know. Where, See, that's I the one want, thing about Latinos, bro. That was my bro. first question. Where the fuck are you getting the private firefighters? Where, who, who, like, a firefighter is a public service 
um, a public service like worker. Where the fuck are people like standing by to fight a fire? Where do you get in the proper equipment to do that? Like, this is crazy. Let's see, let's see. I guess, bro. Well, you, you, you know, you got a website. Wildfire X. Private firefighting in the U.S. They have 276 private firefighters under this unit. Man, I don't give a fuck. Um, but talk about the fires in general. Hey, bro, these shits is like... It's like crazy. Like, I but, was, uh, where was I at? But, but um, I was at the park. They're, on, they're mostly man made, though. That's, think, that's think, the stupid shit about you it. You think these shits are uh, terrorist attacks? You know what? Considering the fact, you know what? You, you brought up a fucking touchy domestic subject. Ter- domestic terrorism? That was very touchy. I don't know. You realize how touchy that question really is? Well, one of the homies asked me, and I was like, that's. I don't even know. I don't even know how to, where to start with that. Do you, because do you realize? Let, let, let me let me indulge in one thing, and it's very touchy because I see where they're going with it. I, I didn't. I didn't. And not once did I think about that until you just said it. Because it's no different from larceny. You know, when people build, they, they see they see someone building a property in an urban location, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they realize that the property is going to be a huge investment and to get a lot of the poor out. What do they do? They arson. vandalize and they do larceny to it. Arson. Uh, arson. There you go. I'm, my, my bad. Yeah. Fuckers. Arsonists. Yeah. So yeah. Arson uh, is a like, robbery yeah, or something. I just thought about that. Yeah. So that kind of shit takes place. So what if? Because in those hills, who lives up there? Celebrities, wealthy motherfuckers. Wealthy motherfuckers. You, you can you can say they're up there. So I would say that if, in fact, we were to look at it in that sense, because the last fire that I knew of, it was somebody that created the fire. They found him and, you know, he was prosecuted. This one, they think it was man-made as well. Well, they said it was electrical. You know, but that that big one that's going on up uh, up in the hills, they said that one was electrical. Okay, so let's give this one electrical. I mean, I don't know how true it is. You know that. I I mean, you know what's electrical? What? I mean, I could literally fucking get get cables from my car Mm -hmm. and fuck up and doing the cables, cause an electric factor, and just have a tree next to me. And we started something. Solid tanks? It's electrical. Solid tanks. Wires could have fell. You know, so. I don't know, man. You know, I think considering... Here's the weird part. Considering where technology is, you mean to tell me that we can't stop things like this from happening? Right. I mean, these cables, these lines, have you ever heard of a a fire deterrent? Mm Mm-hmm. So there was a company that I I tried to work for when I was, uh, I want to say, 18 years old. Right. When I was in pursuit of the American dream and I told myself that I was going to be rich and all this kind of shit. And uh, there was a company that I remember I, f- I found it on the uh, on uh, the penny saver. Right. And the back of the penny saver page it said you can make up to thirty five hundred dollars a month. And back when I was eighteen, that was a fuckload of money. And I was like, wow, you know, it was a co- it was a company called Safety Pro. It was in downtown Wilshire. Mm-hmm. I went to go check this place out, and um, I had to pay one hundred eighty dollars just to be able to sit in. 
right? Because right. they said, we're going to give you samples of equipments and things like this for your selling performance. Mm -hmm. You sell this stuff. So that there was a margin. Everything that I sold, you make money off of. There was people making really good money. The crazy shit about it was that they introduced me to fire deterrence. So they gave me products that actually fucking worked. Crazy shit. Mm -hmm. So there was a liquid. It was a fire deterrent. It was a spray. You would spray it around your carpet, around electric, electrical locations. It was good exactly for six months. Every six months, you spray it again. Boom, boom, boom. Right. You're good. So these fire deterrents would take place. So you can actually, you can demonstrate. You get a piece of carpet. Light it on fire. Little small, little small piece. Right. Quick. Lights on fire. Mm -hmm. And then you would basically put the fire deterrent on the other piece of the carpet. Right. Light it up. It lights on fire and then dies off. Right. Would it not be a wise thing to basically invest money in, in, in deterrents like this and putting them on cables? I would think in everywhere. California, every six months. I would think in general, California would have. So I know fires are big, they're hard to start, hard to stop, I'm sorry. Uh, it's hot, you know what I mean? It, it can, it does, a, it does so much damage, but I would think California would be more prepared. Right. So when it did happen, because it's, it's almost like we get like at least one a year. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I would think that we would have, I don't want to say have it under control because shit happens. Right. Right. But like be more prepared, more to act on it. Like put a, a, a reservoir, not a reservoir, that might be the wrong word, but like put- Something in place. Yeah, like more more preventative measures in place. So when it did happen, we're there. We can nip it in the bud quick before it starts to, cause like I read, I was reading this morning, I got an alert to my phone through my iPhone's news app. It said the death toll rise to 42. It's crazy. That's a lot of people. That is. That's a lot. That's a lot of people. Over, over a wildfire? That definitely is. That's a lot of people, yeah. So it's kind of like... um, Because I saw this video, too, of somebody driving through this shit trying to get out. Because when yeah. you, once you're there, there's only one way out. Yeah. You, you see, so, go through it. Most so that, times, you got to go through it to get out of it. And that's the and other crazy part. How are you going to live in a location such as that, prone to this type of situation, and you're not going to have a, 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 an, an escape goat? Yeah. I just know. Um, you know what I want to do? I want to buy a helicopter. I'm gonna say that right now. <laughs> my goal in my lifetime is I'm gonna own a helicopter. It only costs five hundred thousand dollars. Only. Only. Five dollars. Five five dollars per gallon. I will take that bitch. I will go to work in this motherfucker on a daily. Fuck traffic and everybody in it. Right. Kobe had a helicopter. You see? He'd fly to the game. Sold. That's it. I guess. Sold to the highest bidder. Right? <laughs> um, I guess while we're talking about shit that's sad, what oh, about shit. the what about the the, the about shooting uh, in Thousand Oaks? That's crazy shit. That is just crazy. That's sad, bro. That's terrorism. That is. We spend we spend so much of our tax money is allocated towards international terrorism. When it's the motherfuckers within our state, our our country lines, the ones that are doing the bullshit. Like there's mass shootings. It seems like there's one every other month, and it's always by a white guy, a white guy off his fucking rocker. Walk into a place where motherfuckers are just enjoying themselves. Motherfuckers are in a bar 
Look. in a country bar, drinking, having a good time. Let me look. I will, I will say this much. I'm not sure if you knew this. And as crazy and as stupid as this may sound, I might get a lot of hell for this, but let me kind of fill you in on something, right? In a weird way, right? I mean, because this, mm-hmm. this this kind of bullshit should never happen. Never. You know, it's 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 a heinous act. It's, it's just it's despicable. But you, have you ever considered or ever thought about like the fact that what if there was never a death by murder in the country or in the world? Never a death by murder? Right. That would be that's a very uh utopic thing think. Like that's utopia. But but, but think about it though. I mean, would the world be able to survive if it, it wasn't if those things didn't happen? I think so. Why wouldn't it? Well, the reason why I say it is because back in the day there was a belief system. Mm-hmm. And um, it's actually engraved in. Uh, have, you, have you seen those stones? I forgot. Where, I forgot where they're located at. They call them the Illuminati stones, right? Mm-hmm. These stones basically say that in order for people to flourish and to have the ability to eliminate poverty in its entirety, mm-hmm. you have to have population control. Okay. So it was said, and, and you, anybody could correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm not mistaken, it was either there's only supposed to be 10 million or 100 million. I can't remember what it is. I believe it's, a, I want to say 100 million. It said that right. there should only be 100 million people living on the earth to be able to flourish and enjoy all the amenities of the earth without ever compiling into one another. Without having the ability to ever feel that you're robbing from me, without ever being poor, without having, without ha- ever having a want or a need or anything to that extent, right? Mind you, this is engraved in in, in one of the states. These are like uh, these are landstones, like uh, right. You know, they've been there for a while, right? Right. So the thing is basically the mindset these guys have is that death is needed for population control because population in this day and age has been increasing in a massive way. Right. There was once upon a time where we would tell people there's only a billion people on this earth. Now we're talking about 8 billion people on this earth. Well, but so, do, you, do you actually believe in that stuff? Like, I think that's just well, some, uh, some religion's ideologies. It's not well, like set in stone. It, it, well, don't say it that way, bro, because they put it in stone. <laughs> but so, <laughs> so right. here, here's what I can tell you. I don't like to believe in that kind of shit because I feel that, you know, the only reason why you should ever die is for natural causes. Okay. That's just it. That's my belief system that nobody like should people, basically go through that hassle. I just don't feel like people have the right to say who gets to stay, who gets to go. Correct. But now here is, let's say, an ideology. Let's, let's, let's look at it from the mind of a crazy man, right, per se. Because I think they're crazy when they say this stuff. But let, let's look at it into this perspective. Let's just say that you live in a one-bedroom apartment. Right. In this one-bedroom apartment, every week you were added another body to live with you in this one-bedroom apartment and you have to accommodate. 
just because it must happen. So we consider the food, the, the, the resources. The resources that you had when you first started is the exact same. But now you keep adding one person into that apartment every week. And you keep right. this going. Your amount of resources has not yet changed. The amount of things have not yet changed. Well, they're not that. So at that point, how do you or what do you do that's to make your resources last? But that's but I don't have to put up with everybody. No, no, no but that, that's the example. This is an example that I heard of, because keep in mind, the world. See, right now we're in our space. We can say this is our space. But we don't own it. Even if you think you do. Consider that for a second. You knock down all the buildings. You take away all the land, the skyscrapers. You take away everything. And you just have people standing around. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you, if we all sit down separately the way we would in our own apartments, you sit down, you look to your left, you got someone right there. Right. You look to your right, someone right there. You look to your back, someone right there. It's not about your space. The, the conversation that these guys bring to the table is resources. I don't know if you know this. California, supposedly, they say that if all the cows were to go bad and there was no more cows to be produced or whatever it is, supposedly California has 32 years of cow reserve, frozen meat, mm -hmm. to surplus the state of California for 32 years. Let's say shit did get that bad and the 32 years is over. Within those 32 years, what would be the best way to control the consumption of this commodity that no longer exists to make it last longer than 32 years? Jack up the prices. I mean, it's a lot, but the human population is always revolving. It's a circle of life. Right. New life is born. People are going. But so is, is it odd that nowadays, because you got to remember, there was a difference back then. There, there used to be a point where 50 was your timeline. Back before they knew about medicines, back before they knew about all this kind of shit, very few people that knew about the organics, about the, the, the healthy foods or whatever, they would last long. But if you go back to the, the, to, to the old ages, pirates would last only about 30 years. Because they drunk like fucking... And you had uh, uh, even prime ministers or kings, queens, they would go to about 50. So the lifespan was much shorter then, which means that when a newborn was coming into the table, you had people dying off that much faster. But now, let's say you, you, the, the newborn system actually increased. Mm -hmm. Back then, let's just say it was just a random example. Let's say you had one newborn per hour back then right and then you had one old man or two old men dying per hour so now at this point nowadays that same old man will last you on average between 70 to 90 so you just added a 30-year window but the increasement of the baby booming has increased to now 10 per hour one per hour two people died 10 per hour, nobody died. At least not yet when that, that, that assumption right. kicks in. Right. I get, I get the analogy. I mean... It, it's a touchy one, man. It, it, just, it just clicked me in my mind right now. I'm, just, I'm, I'm thinking, like, because in the end, as much as we don't want to admit it, you know, without death, 
Mm-hmm. I mean, what would this all be? Not murder, though. No, no, of course not. No, not murder. But not let's but deciding you, to but, walk into a bar and open fire. But let's be let's let's say something though. Kangas Khan. Right? You familiar with him? Mm-hmm. So Kangas Khan, it was said that there was a point that Kangas Khan literally eliminated over forty percent of the world's population. Bro, you like Thanos though. That's no, no, the, this is the same shit Thanos yeah, is fighting. And, and, and this is why I bring it up though. This is why it, 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 it's, you know, like I said, it's not something that I would approve of or, or anything like that. But, you know, looking at history in itself, Kangas Khan, which you would, I would say that Thanos came from Kangas Khan, right? The, mm-hmm. the, the whole ideal of that. But can you imagine one man and his team wiped out 40% at that time, right? Mm-hmm. Hundreds of millions, possibly, wiped off. But then if you look at the course of history, genocides have happened not too far back. Adolf Hitler wiped off millions. Out of hate. Yeah, I get it. And then, of course, basically, based on all that space left behind, they were able to recreate and rebuild. They got the fucker out. And then they, they created what they have now. So it's one of those things where I, this is the part that I just hate to kind of think about. But the truth of the matter is that if people were just dying on their own merits, mm-hmm. just naturally, human civilization wouldn't evolve. It wouldn't be as evolved as it is now. If they were dying only, if they weren't only dying naturally, if they were only dying naturally. Human civilization wouldn't grasp or become more than what it is now. Because if you think about it, every course of event that's ever happened has happened because of after a massive genocide, after a massive problem. World War II held the lives of so many troops, innocent people, so many dead. Mm -hmm. War is the one thing that continuously happens every single day. But if the war stopped, then you have hundreds of millions of people living. But sometimes I feel that they do wars on purpose. See, I mean, this might be me going a little bit over the rails here, but have you ever considered that the real reason behind war, it really isn't resource, but the fact of keeping human population on check? You ever thought about that? No. I never thought about that. Because if you consider, let's just say, without the excuse of resources. Greed. There's no war. Greed. Well, resources come from greed. We went into Iraq for oil. Well, but... Same. I mean, what else is it to fight for? That's my point. But would you... I mean, like... like, Because you you, you ever ever heard that term? I'm going to show you this, but I'm really doing this. Mm -hmm. So what if I'm showing you that I'm doing this for greed? But on the back end, I'm actually doing this for human population. That's some deep shit. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know why. I, I, I sometimes get these thoughts, which it's, it's a wild thing. And I'd like to hear opinions about it because I think this is, it's, it's, very, it's a very sad time that we live in, bro. Because right. when you think about it, we don't want people to die the way they do. Right. But then we almost consider that if it never happens. Right. Like, where would we be? Makes sense. That I mean, man, fuck it's something this, to think man. about. This is a fucked uh, up place we live in, bro. Fuck it's a everybody. Lot to think about everything is everything fuck. requires fucking 
our attentions, God our damn. civil duty is to be informed and to be knowledgeable and to to challenge conventional wisdom. And I hope we can we can affect a little bit of that dialogue. That's crazy. We almost two hours in. We jam packed a lot of this stuff in, into this episode. Yeah, we did. What's this? I said episode twenty one. I think so. Episode twenty one and twenty two are gonna are gonna kind of come back back to back. We're recording late this week, but we're going to record early next week for the week of uh, Thanksgiving. So we're still going to uh, give y'all some. Hey, man, I can't, I can't wait for Thanksgiving early. football, bro. Hey, man, let's talk about that. Who is it, Green Bay and Cowboys again? Hopefully. Oh, I don't think so. I don't think so. But we'll, 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 di- we'll dive in. Fuck. We'll dive in. Um, last point I want to make about the uh, Thousand Oaks shooting. Um, the, uh, uh, the gentleman... Um, his name escapes me. The security guard. His name is Jamel Robertson. We want to say rest in peace to you, sir. Um, when the when the shooter went into the bar, he started opening fire, killed the twelve people that were just innocently there, just having a good time. Fuck. The security guard there apprehended the shooter. Um, who was who was then? I don't know if he killed the shooter or if the shooter like I guess killed himself in the process but when the police arrived they opened fire on him on the security guard thinking that he was the one oh I didn't know that shit man yeah so they the 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 police officers that arrived on scene were the ones who actually put him Put him down, took him away from his family. You know what, uh, man? I, I and he was going. He was. He was. He was waiting to start police academy. Yeah. He was. He was. He was looking to start a police academy, only to be killed off impulse for saving. Because the mass shooter killed twelve people. There was many more in that bar. So who knows how many lives he, he could have taken? Who he could have taken if it wasn't for him? So I just want to, you know, make sure you don't go unnoticed. Give you a shout out on our small little um, hey man, platform. God, on our God small bless him platform. and his family, man. Because absolutely, wow. he had like three kids. Like so, God bless you, your family, your loved ones, man. You will be missed. I didn't know you personally, but um, I, I mean feel that, like that, I that act of heroism, bro. Yeah, I feel like I do. I hope you, you know, you're immortalized. Um, not only amongst the people that you you you're known by, but amongst um, everybody. I hope that bar owner, whomever you know, makes sure that you are uh, your family at least is 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 kept in mind and taken care of. And, yeah, you know, shit like that. Um, I did not know that, man. Yeah, man. That shit just got worse for me. I did not know that. Tough pill to swallow. Um, wow. I hate to close the podcast off on a tough note, but well, it is what it you is. Just did, man. We will. Uh, we'll see y'all next week. Um, and we out. All right, man. Over and out then. Peace.